0: We better move on because our Legend of League is waiting patiently on the line. Bradley Clyde, good morning. Thank, thanks for waiting for us, Brad. Happy Father's Day to you, mate. And um, we're on the eve of another blockbuster final series, but one more important game this afternoon to determine the makeup of the bottom half of the top eight, the Sharks versus your beloved Raiders. Can they get the job done this afternoon? Brad, good morning.
1: Yeah, good morning, Ray Dean. Um, they certainly can. They've got a, a wonderful record against the Sharks, and uh, and particularly uh, at um, Shark Park. Um, look, they're, they're both uh, going to struggle once they do get into the, the semi-finals. But uh, I, I think uh, today's game can set themselves up for a, to, to have some momentum going into the semis.
2: Morning, Clivey. Good morning, Dean. How are you? Very serious start of the show. Serious question.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, Open the bottom with a serious morning.
2: question. Yeah. Let's lighten it up, Clody. What's <laughs> been going on? What have you been up to?
1: Oh, I have uh, too much work and not enough play, Dean. Fair enough. Um yes, yeah, uh, I've um, you were in Brisbane for uh, Meta League on <laughs> Friday, Clody. Yes, I was. It, um, the Brisbane committee put on a, a, a wonderful lunch up there and, and raised uh, some some money for the, the family of League. Beautiful. Uh, we had 450 people in the room in in the Brisbane City Hall, which was spectacular. So, uh, and Wayne Bennett was our special guest and spoke about the the Dolphins' efforts this year, which. Uh, and uh, we managed to get him to, to laugh a few times. So, uh, <laughs> that itself that, that effort, was pretty Clody. special. He, he did unload on the media, though. Uh, no surprises that. there. No surprises there. He's done that for what, 40 what you years. Would he have coached
0: you during your career at rep level or, or something, Brad? Or, or he he sure did. Well, look,
1: yeah. uh, to be fair, he was really influential on me. I was a 17-year-old, and he invited me to come and train with the Raiders every week, uh, even though I wasn't playing for them and um so yeah it gave me an enormous start i thought in in my career a, a, a few analogies that i use every day um uh, you know a, a no excuses environment you know the do make it if you set yourself a goal don't make any excuses still stays with me today and um uh, but um, and it's huge, hugely influential. You think about all the teams and young men that he's influenced, and it's um, uh, he's had an enormous impact on, on not just rugby league, but uh, certainly here in Australia and Queensland. Exactly. Yeah. Shark Park, the Savo, Cloddy. no Papa
2: for the Raiders, but Ricky, as we know him,
1: he'll have him wound up. He sure will. Um, Look, I, I think our number seven is probably integral for for today, and and certainly our back line. I, I think that's where we're, uh our um uh, a competitive advantage might be. We we've need to move the ball, and um, I, I think every every time we've done that this year, and and that includes the forwards uh, and just little tip ons uh, around the middle of the field. I, I think are really valuable to to move this. Cronulla team around Mm,
0: Exactly The Sharks at home Are always tough to beat But as you mentioned earlier Brad The Raiders have a good record Against them
1: Yeah I think I was having a look At the stats It's 218 Mm. uh, Since the last time that The Sharks beat the Raiders And um, So I I look For that to continue Um, Obviously very even teams But I I, I do look at it And go well Both teams Have lost seven times To the the top eight teams. Um, so are they really going to remain competitive in the finals? Well, time will tell. We, we've seen we've seen it before. You know, teams come from the, the, the lower half of the eight to, to really compete in the the, the uh, back end of the finals. So mm. fingers crossed for the mighty Raiders. Clyde, you never played
2: under Ricky because obviously you're roughly the same age, but you've been in a lot of dressing rooms with him before the game. What... What's what's Ricky like in the rooms before the game? I mean, just take us inside if you can, as to what he would say, uh, his demeanour, his body language.
1: Uh, I think everyone will agree it's pretty intense. Yes. Uh, and but um, just some insight, it, it, it deeply into the detail around the the game plan and what's required, not of only just him, but um, of of each position. So um, a quiet word to. The, the the front row is right down to the the number 1 you know he'll be um just saying, you know just uh remember your role or he mm. might be talking about a specific play that uh he's required that their commitment is required and um but um and and you know each player's motivation is is different and, and Ricky certainly understands that and he's um he he knew that even as a, a player. To, to be fair, whenever, no matter who was captain of the Raiders, um, Ricky had the same influence mm. um, right from from day one when he tied on a, the boots for the Raiders in 1988. Um, he he dictated the the play, and um, he was it, it was great for me. Uh, he made my job a lot easier, and the whole team. I think. Because he'd just narrate the whole game, but it was two and three plays ahead of um, uh, um, you know. So he he'd be recommending us we get to the sixty uh, by tackle three, and and this is how we're going to get there. And then we we get to uh, tackle three, and and that it's um, you know, he'd be telling us what, what what we're doing at the kick, you know, where the kick is going. It, it's that stuff that goes well. It, it allows you to just play your role, and, and uh, instead of having to think too much about creating play, because he took uh, took care of all that. For me, uh, I, I regard him as one of the best players I played because of that value that he brought to the to every team. Yeah,
0: I understand. Yeah, Brad, you're part of that. Gold near at the Raiders, 178 games for the Raiders between 1988 and 1998. Of course, Ricky Stewart, Malman, all those great players there. But you also played 36 games for the Bulldogs. Before we get to the the final series this year, Brad, what's your take on the Bulldogs' season? It's easy to say there's only one way from here is up, but they've been disappointing. Can they turn around as early as next season for, for their fans?
1: Yeah, I I certainly think so. I I was out there last week uh, as a guest and watched them play the the Seagulls. It wasn't one of their best games. But I I do see some uh, green shoots there. Uh, um, I think that um, Gus, uh, the infrastructure there, Cameron is a a wonderful coach. I I think um, there's enough good people within that organisation to turn things around. So uh I think it'll be a tough <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. off season uh, I really do I, I think um it'll be a different bulldogs team uh, uh, something that they will draw on the, the culture The bulldogs do it better than anywhere else in, in circling the wagons and going well this is it's us against them we 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 got to turn yeah. this around and uh so I, I think um it'll be a very different team in, in 2024 Heidi most
2: people think that uh, Penrith will emerge victorious yet again this year. Are you in that camp, or do you think that there's other sides in the top eight who are clearly high quality, because that's why they're in the top eight, that can topple the Panthers in the big games?
1: Yeah, I do. I think the Broncos are capable of that, even though um, we didn't see that on Thursday night. But I, I think the Bronx will give them a run. I, I think... Um, they're two very different teams, but uh, that back line of, of the, the Broncos, I think Kevy's done a magnificent job with turning their, that team around. And um, whatever that blueprint looked like, uh, the, the Bulldogs will probably get a seat of that, But it, <laughs> yeah. and every a lot of teams would be going for it. But uh, I, they really impressed me, the the back end of this year, and, and that's probably culminated with uh, the form of Reese Walsh and a number of those outside backs uh, just – Tall, lean, strong, and fast, and whenever they take it to the line, if they don't break it, they bend it. You know, yeah. and it's um, it, it's good to watch. To be fair, I, I've really in, w- enjoyed watching both of those teams play their footy this year, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because some of that is around less structure and, and more and more uh, playing footy with what they see in front of them yeah. and and. That part of it, it the, I find that the team with the most footy players in their team will win because they know what to do, when to do it, and and be able to create play for, for other players.
0: Yeah, they're exciting things to watch, aren't they? Penrith and and the Broncos. What about the Storm and the Warriors? They make up the top four, obviously. And I think most people expect the winner to come from the top four. It's so difficult to come from the bottom half of the top eight. Uh, where do you see the Warriors and the Storm, Brad? I, I
1: look in the, the Both obviously super physical and, and um, really well coached teams. I, um, I I can't see. I don't think they've got the the flair of the other two. I don't think that they um, can really match the, the, the other two uh, uh, so the other two being the, the Broncos and the Panthers mm. so I think that certainly compete. I, I do look at the two top teams and then uh, there's a bit, a bit of a gap between third and fourth.
2: Clyde before we let you go, Fitzy has text in, say morning boys I'll say it until I'm blue in the face Bradley Clyde should have been an immortal. Should
1: be an immortal yeah so there you go. That's nice that people <laughs> still think of you and love you, oh, that, that Yeah, that's really kind. Um, and just to be put into that frame is um, an enormous honour. Yeah.
2: Claudia, I know you hate talking about yourself. I've spoken to you for many years now, but, gee, Ray, this bloke was something special. Oh, he was player. one of the greatest it's players. Player. Yeah. I had to do my greatest ever team over 30 years of journalism, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago now. Got to be in and the he was isn't? in my back row Yeah. you to speak be. to this bloke who sits in this very chair during the week, Laurie Daly and you ask Laurie who his greatest player he played with and mm. instantly he says Bradley Clyde, so Clyde are you still loved and you are still remembered
1: oh thank you, guys yeah it's always good to talk the footy, I don't talk it as much as what I used to it, um, uh, and, uh, but really enjoying my footy and, uh, and uh, thanks for the call
0: one final word Brad, who does win the 2023 Premiership
1: yeah, it's a good question. I, I I would like to see the Broncos win. Uh, I didn't think those words would ever leave my lips. you now, Claudia, are you? <laughs> no, no, not. A, but I, I do, a good friend of, of Kevin Wilder's and, and Johnny Cartwright has mm. been a, a, a big contributor down there. I, uh, I'd like to see them win for those two.
0: Certainly, right in the contest. It's going to be a fascinating month of finals footy. Hey, Brad, really appreciate you coming on on a Sunday morning. Big game this afternoon between the Raiders and the Sharks. Best of luck for your Canberra Raiders, and and Happy Father's Day, Brad.
1: Yeah, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And go the Raiders.